The Cat is a thought-provoking discussion about consciousness, awareness, and transcendence. Listen now for stories, life lessons, and insights gained from living a life led by spirit. Billy Ortiz is back, and our focus today is transportation in dreams. What are those planes, trains, and automobiles trying to tell us? Billy has over two decades of experience as a certified dream worker facilitating dream groups, dream retreats, and dream workshops. She's co-host of her own podcast, Healing Dreams Project, and I'm pleased she's here with us again today. Thank you, Julia. So happy to be here. Well, I'm going to admit, I didn't pay much attention to how I got around in my dreams. I've since learned there's a lot of insight to be had from examining the mode of transportation, and that includes me flying in my dreams. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to unpack here. Could we start with the difference between private and public transportation? Yeah, that's a really important distinction. Um, am I in a, in the dream? Am I in a car traveling on my own or traveling with one or two other people? Or am I on a bus or a plane or a train? So with a car, I can go anywhere I want. I can turn anywhere I wish. I can stop, start, whatever. Uh, with a bus, it's on a, um, predetermined route. And I've only, I had one dream once where I went up to the bus driver and told him to stop at a particular place, you know? So, you know, but this is not something that happens in waking life. I can't go on the RTD here and, and in Denver and say, you know, by the way, I just want to stop, take me down a little further. You know, it, it's on a predetermined route and it's also a communal vehicle. A train is a whole different kind of thing too, because again, it's on a schedule on a predetermined route, communal vehicle, but it's on a track. It can't deviate from the track. The, the bus could, could swerve or move or change. And if there's something coming the wrong way, but the train is pretty much has to stay on the track. And a plane is, is a different, again, communal vehicle, um, on, on a predetermined schedule. I have to, there's lots of people who dream about, I got to get to the airport so I can catch my plane. That's a big one. But the, but the plane leaves the earth. It goes up into the heavens. So it comes with that understanding of I'm joining, I'm going to join. I'm seeking a spiritual community. I'm seeking a way to get to, to ascend from the earthly plane. So the dream will show me in, in all those different situations, depending on what's happening in my life and what the dream is trying to get across. Um, cars come with one other piece, though, that's very important. They have a lot to do with patterns of relationship. So in other words, this was such a hard one for me to learn because I, I used to tell Jeremy Taylor all the time, but I'm in my car a lot on my own. And so he would say, you know what though, Billy, what about my relationship with myself? And so I started really paying attention to the way I am in my car when nobody else is in my car <laughs> and like, you know, turn up the radio, sing really loud, be crazy <laughs> or, or, you know, go out on the highway and the expletives that come out of my mouth are very different than if it was there were people in the car. I mean, not, you know, certain things would not, may not come out of my mouth. So the relationship with myself really made sense. So why would, why do cars represent patterns of relationship? And quite simply is that, you know, if I'm in a car with somebody, 
I can't help but have a relationship with them. Even if I'm, whether I'm going across country or whether I'm just going down to the corner store, that encapsulized space moving through space and time. I'm ha, I have a relationship with that person or persons that whoever, whatever it might be. So cars have a, have that pattern of relationship. I, I think the, the, the buses and the, and the, the trains and airplanes have such a different aspect because it's joining it with a community. It's, it's going past the personal into the, into the, into the communal. Well, there's a lot to be learned from just the car. If I, if I look at the car and sometimes I'm not driving, maybe mm. I'm the passenger or I'm in the back seat. Doesn't that tell me something about what's going on? I'm glad you brought that up because that's, that's a classic. It's like people say, well, you know, I'm driving in this car and they go, oh, wait, and wait, wait a minute. I'm in the back seat. And then they go, no, wait a minute. I'm in the passenger seat. And it's very possible that in the dream, I could be in all of those places at the same time, which is impossible in waking life. But however, it's the dream world and anything can happen in a dream. So my take on those dreams is that it's helping me to expand my sense of compassion because the more I feel and see things from different perspectives at the same time, it helps me to realize, oh, you know, what I see through my eyes and what I feel and experience is very different than someone in a different perspective. They have, they have, their experience is going to be, it's like when, when they interview people after a crime or whatever has occurred, you're going to get, if you interview 10 people, you're going to get 10 very different versions of what happened because everybody sees it differently. Everybody, either I was in a different place, you know, I couldn't see it as clearly. So there's a, there's a something about that, those dreams with the ambiguity of where I am in the car is that I'm just constantly seeing things from different perspectives. So if I'm in a car and let's say there's something wrong with the car, let's say there's a headlight out or windshield gets broken because there's a bird strike or I get a flat tire. What if something happens to the car? How, what kind of a message could that be? Again, the, okay, another common um, dream character that shows up a lot is the mechanic. The dream, I, I have to take, you know, the dream, the dream opens with, I have to take my car to the, to the, uh, you know, to the body shop. I have to take my car to, to get it repaired. And, you know, it's so interesting because again, we go back to the patterns of relationship. Where in my life am I working with repairing something, either a past relationship, a current relationship, whatever? Again, and, and as I said, the, my relationship with myself. So the, usually what happens in those dreams is they drop off the car at the body shop or the auto repair. And then another adventure unfolds because once I have left, the known world, that car, and I travel through through the the unknown town or whatever it might be. Um, I'm going to discover and learn new things about myself if I continue to ride the same, drive the same car, and just do the same thing I always do. Then I'm never going to evolve and change. So yeah, what happens in what you know, which part of the car is destroyed would be an important piece to look at because you know that. Um, 
cars have four tires, so which in Jungian language is wholeness. Anything that with four. So if one tire is, is busted and flat or whatever, I would look at Jung's quaternity, which is um thinking, feeling, intuition, sensation. Those are the four parts of our our our, our um ways of is pretty much the ways that I I gather information in the world and then once I gather that information what do I do with it so so the 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 tire whatever tires busted in the dream might represent that one of those functions which currently I need Flat. to work on yeah I need to repair it you know whether and it's kind of a match set because thinking and feeling are on one axis where if I'm more in my thinking function I'm less in my feeling function and the same with intuition and sensation. If I'm someone who gathers information through what I can taste, touch, smell, feel, then, or am I intuitive? And, and I, I gather information more from the, in, my intuition. It doesn't have to be in front of me and I, I see it and quantify it and measure it. It's, it's, it comes in as an intuitive feeling. So, so that's one way to look at the four tires. You know, headlamp lights, all that kind of stuff. How am I illuminating myself through my path on life? You know, there's so many ways to look at it. It's important to look at it. What if there's something wrong in the car with the car as well? Could I also look at that car as being a representation of my vehicle, my body? Yes. I would say with, with houses and cars, um, frequently they, they are, are, hinting at a condition of the body or, or, you know, like the classic is, um, the plumbing in a, in a, uh, house is leaking. So what part of the house is leaking? You know, is, is it in the bathroom? Is it in the kitchen? Where is it? And what part of my body would I associate that with? You know, kitchen, I would think more like, you know, my stomach and bathrooms more of the elimination piece intestinal and all that type of thing. So where, what needs attention in the dream? So we talked a little bit about cars and you kind of touched on buses. Mm -hmm. Trains and train stations fascinate me because they're a group rigid path. Let's say I have a dream. I got to get to the train station, but I miss the train. If it were my dream, <laughs> I would take that as a good sign. Because, um, train, as, as I mentioned before, trains cannot deviate from their track. They have to stay on track. So where in my life do I feel as though I, as the dreamer that I feel as though I need to stay on track? But the dream is inviting me to try, try something different. It's a lot like dropping the car off at the, at the auto repair shop. I miss the train. So, so that means that whatever track I thought I was on, Maybe that's not my, maybe that's not my life path that, that my soul is, is, is requesting. You know, maybe I'm, think I'm supposed to be a mechanical engineer, but there's another part of me that wants to be a sculptor. You know, so I miss the train for the mechanical engineering because I, I, my, my soul is crying out to do something different. So yeah, it's one, one way to look at it is, uh, yeah, that, that scheduled, uh, departure is is an anxiety for a lot of us waking life and dream life because the plane's not going to wait for me the train's not going to wait for me 
they don't even know that I'm aborting. It's like I have to, I have to take responsibility for being there on time to get on the communal vehicle, which is on a predetermined schedule that does not involve me as my little human self. So that's, so there's a piece of me that has to, I would add to that, like, where do I feel like I fit into the collective? And is it a part that I wish it is this the track I want to be on? Is this, the, as I said before, when I, the ascension of the plane, is this the spiritual community I wish to join? You know, so there's, so there's, I'm questioning all that if I'm having those kind of dreams. And again, as you just mentioned, okay, I go to the train station and miss the train. What if I miss the plane at the airport? Yeah, maybe that wasn't the, the community I was supposed to join. That was whenever the dream guides me, you know, it may, it puts me in a situation where I need to respond to, to whatever's happened. So it's like, it's not what I expected. I expected to get on the plane and leave. I expected to get there for the train and go on, on my path. But the dream invites me to do something different and says, well, now what? Now you don't, now you don't have your car. Now you didn't get on the train. Now you didn't get to the plane. So usually what happens with those kind of dreams is I start walking through this unknown town and I meet people that I never thought I'd meet. Uh, or the classic is on top of that, I lose my luggage or I lose my purse or I lose my backpack, whatever it might be. I no longer have my identity. I no longer have my clothes and clothes so often represent persona. So that part of the dream is in, uh, inviting me to just become a completely different person. I don't even have my, I mean, it's so anxiety such an anxiety thing for all of us if we ever lose our wallet it's terrible because you know you have to replace your your driver's license or identity cards or your credit cards it's just like you know such a and then you have to continually prove who you are this is really me it's really me trying to get a new credit card so there's a the dream is saying like i'm not that person anymore some part of me wishes to be completely different and so they take away the chance to escape on the train or the plane. And I'm now in a situation where I don't even have my clothes that I had before. So become someone new. Speaking of flying, what about those dreams where when I was very young, I used to have dreams where if I took a running start, I could fly mm -hmm. and then Later on, some of them were, I could just like jump and fly. And then there's the ones where I try to fly and I can't, but I'm always in mm -hmm. some form or fashion trying to take flight, but without an airplane. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm not the only one, I'm sure, that has. A, what are those kind of dreams speaking to? Well, for me, it's, it has a lot to do with creative thought and creative energy because in, it's giving me an example of like, Here's a possibility to not stick with the laws of gravity. I can, I can ascend past the traditional standard ways of doing things. So a lot of times when we have those dreams about, about flying, it's a, I mean, it's so exhilarating whenever I've had a, a flying dream. It's just like I'm jazzed for like, you know, three or four days. It's like any, anything seems possible, you know, because I can fly. And then, and usually what happens to me in those dreams is I think, 
why didn't I do this before? Why, why? I, I could have easily flown and I did it. So it's got, it, it kind of wakes up that part of us of like anything's possible. Give something new a try. Don't get stuck in the, again, conventional ways of doing things. And I said this in an earlier episode. It's like the subtitle to almost every dream can be, how do I break free of my conventional ways of doing things? The dreams vote for innovation, imagination, creativity. They want us to break out of the box of what we think we're like these small little creatures and we really have a lot of potential and a lot of power. And, and the dream's going to give me that exhilarated feeling of flying so I can go, yeah, I'm something else, man. I can do this, you know? And, and that comes with a sense of, of such, uh, you know, confidence. Uh, a lot of, I think it's, I would say that's one of the biggest things that happens with, with flying dreams is like, yeah, cause when we're flying, we're like, I can do this. So, so it's like a vote for, for trying something new. A couple of other unconventional forms of transportation, and then we'll close this discussion out. But what about, bicycles or roller skates or things like that that are non-motorized that I have to use my own power to move myself forward. Yeah, it's funny because I'm I, just thinking about this uh, earlier that I worked a dream not too long ago where the classic, like we just said, the, the dreamers with her husband and they realize they have to take the car in for repair and they go towards taking the car for repair but suddenly the the dreamer she's on a bicycle like there's no specific scene change there's no like oh i get out of my car and then i grab my bike and then i go it, so it, it and i there's other details of the dream which i don't have to go deeply into but the whole idea is again patterns of relationship being with the husband going to the car repair suddenly it's like i want to i i there's part of me that wants to be completely independent not that I want to break up from my husband not necessarily, but there's a part of me that realizes I can do it all on my own. And so the bike, a bike takes us to that place. A bicycle takes us to the, even I would say the motorbike too. I, I don't, I've never ridden, driven a motorbike. I've ridden on the backs of motorbikes. It's quite scary sometimes, but, but there's, there's this idea of individuality. And when you come to something where that has to be powered on my own kinetic motion, we have to pedal to keep the bike going. If I don't keep pedaling, I'm going to fall over. It's just in the bar. I'm going to lose balance. So there, so there's a piece of me in, in that particular dream example I'm using. That dreamer was realizing her ability to be independent from outside the relationship with the, with the husband and still everything worked out. Okay. So. Yeah. And I mean, I have worked on a, a number of dreams where people are like on skateboards or, or roller skates, ice skates. Again, I got to keep moving because if I don't keep moving, I'm going roller skates are, are not going to take me anywhere. And, and chances are I'm going to trip or fall over or whatever. I got to, it's, it's all about motion. It's like, keep that motion moving. You know, how am I in my life dealing with a situation where I need to, I need to, to really add my own individual power. So is there anything else I as the dreamer should consider or pay attention to when it comes to modes of transportation in my dreams? Pay attention to 
what ang- okay, when I feel anxiety in the dream about not succeeding with the transportation that I wish to have taken, whether it be car, bus, plane, train, whatever, realize that that could be a gift, that that could be actually be a, an opportunity to see a new perspective other than what I'm used to. And a lot of times people get really frustrated with their dreams because they go, you know, I just never can seem to complete this. I never can see. And I'm, and to me, it's like, well, the dream is inviting me to try something different. Again, evolve my consciousness beyond my standard ways of doing things. And so if the car breaks down, if, if the bicycle goes flat, if the, if the train, I miss the date to get the time to get there for the train, what happens? happens after that how how does the dream bring me into another state of awareness to to find something new so that's the last thing i'd say about transportation great this has been a wonderful discussion again billy thanks for having this conversation with me i'm going to encourage the listeners to visit wakeuptoyourdreams.com to learn more about your weekly dream groups is there anything else you'd like to add to that a healing dreams Pro- project it's available on YouTube and it's also available on most um, stream, audio streaming platforms. And we actually work with dreams live and in person with our guests. And so people can see what it's like to actually unpack a dream. And that's perfect because sometimes once we actually hear how this works, it provides an incentive to, oh, I think I want to do that for myself too. Mm-hmm. So thanks again yeah. for sharing your wisdom about dreams and dream working with the cat. Thank you for continuing to support the cat. If you found the information in this episode helpful, please share it with a friend so that we can reach more people.